Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Tuesday, August 30th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Advocates for homeless people say a Missouri law that makes living on state-owned property illegal will perpetuate homelessness. They say the St. Louis region needs more affordable housing. Housing is the only thing that's really going to end homelessness. Housing with case management, housing with supportive services, that's what's needed. Gateway 180 Shelter Executive Director Kathy Connors talks to St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson about the need for more affordable housing in just a few minutes. St. Louis is preparing to resettle more refugees from Afghanistan and other countries. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, international institute leaders say residents throughout the region are committed to helping people from around the world. Officials with the U.S. State and Health and Human Service Departments and the International Nonprofit Immigrant Organization met with International Institute leaders Monday. The Institute has resettled more than 600 Afghans in the last year. About 380 are still waiting in Albania for U.S. visas to St. Louis. Areo Benson is president and CEO of the International Institute. He says it works with a coalition of community organizations and volunteers to help refugees. We are able to match with families as they arrive to fill the gaps that will exist to meet the needs as families arrive this community. State Department leaders say more than 80,000 Afghan refugees have arrived in the U.S. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri has shut down access to a website allowing residents to track state contracts. The Post-Dispatch reports Governor Mike Parson's administration says it was forced to take the action after a new law went into effect Sunday. The Personal Privacy Protection Act is designed to keep details private about causes people donate to. A fiscal analysis of the measure, as it moved through the legislature, warned the state would have to pull the plug on the Missouri Buys website. The newspaper reports people seeking the information that had been online will now have to file a Sunshine Law request. St. Louis wants two car companies to take steps to make their vehicles more difficult to steal. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, a letter made public yesterday says officials are threatening a lawsuit if Kia and Hyundai do not act. Many models from the two South Korean car companies are easy to hotwire because they lack a device that prevents the engine from starting unless the right key is present. In a letter sent to the companies earlier this month, the city tells them to take steps to fix the defects within 30 days or face legal action. Interim Public Safety Director Dan Isom says Kias and Hyundais made up nearly 80 percent of the vehicle thefts or attempted thefts reported in the first two weeks of August. Addressing these thefts and subsequent acts of crime is consuming police time and resources. The letter says the city will likely surpass its 2021 total for vehicle thefts by the end of August because of the high number of Kias and Hyundais being stolen. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is investing millions of dollars in helping what it calls underserved producers. The announcement comes on the heels of Congress repealing a promise of $4 billion in debt relief for farmers of color. The department is providing funding to career development at institutions such as historically black colleges and universities. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack says another $300 million 
will help minority farmers gain access to farmland and capital. We think that there's a lot of uh, innovative solutions out there that can be can be tapped and need to be tapped. And in doing so, we think we can identify ways in which our programs uh, can be improved in the future. The funding comes from the American Rescue Plan Act. Illinois is suing Monsanto over the production of hazardous chemicals known as PCBs. They've been banned since 1979, but many of the chemicals were made by Monsanto at the company's operation in Sauget. The lawsuit by Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul alleges the company knew about the dangers of PCBs but publicly denied knowing about the risks to humans and the environment. The legal filing seeks compensation for the damage to natural resources in the Sauget area. A similar lawsuit was filed this month in New Jersey. A Bear spokesperson told the Philadelphia Inquirer the company was reviewing the case but believed it was without merit and the company should not be responsible for the cost of cleaning up the contamination. Bear acquired St. Louis area-based Monsanto in 2018. People in the St. Louis region are becoming homeless, partly because they lost jobs during the pandemic or they can't afford rent. Advocates say there are not enough shelters or affordable housing to meet demand, and a new Missouri law will make living on state-owned property illegal as of January 1st. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson asked Gateway 180 Shelter Executive Director Kathy Connors how the new law affects local governments and people experiencing homelessness. It's almost a bill that's being weaponized to force compliance with the bill um, and in that powerful manner of um, reducing funding. And, you know, to see so many collaborations, see so many strong agencies and resources that will be potentially uh, negatively impacted by this. It's devastating for the agency, but it's very much devastating for that that individual who is in need of these resources. It's going to perpetuate homelessness. One of the bill sponsors said that it's not going to criminalize people for being homeless, although many advocates feel that it will. But what typically happens when officers interact with people who live or camp on the streets? So I don't know that we will see as much of a negative at um, in the city of St. Louis, but as you have the requirement for individuals not to be on the street, it's going to become more more of a challenge, and um, and that's going to be difficult. That's when you have individuals who are stepping in to solve uh, an immediate need. That's when they're stressed with maybe a lack of support or a lack of solutions. And I I think that's when we're going to see maybe no other option other than to uh, detain somebody. It may cause a ripple effect, right? I know some folks who are homeless, they have felonies on their records, and then it makes it more difficult for them to get affordable housing or rent from landlords, right? It does. It absolutely does. And it also creates a difficulty for employment purposes. Um, So that record, that misdemeanor, is going to be a barrier. And from the law, it seems like the state lawmakers want to get people off the streets and into housing immediately. But the issue lies where there is not 
enough housing. So how do you see this law being enforced by local governments if we don't even have enough housing to support that? I see it as being a large conflict. Um, You know, it's hard not to look at this bill and see it as being an optics move. Um, And what I mean by that is that you are removing individuals from the streets, you're removing the appearance of homelessness, but you're not um, implementing the long-term solutions that are truly going to end homelessness. And what are some of those solutions that you think that cities and counties need to do in order to solve homelessness? Yeah, more investment in housing that is supported. So housing that comes with case management as well as, you know, the connection to other community resources, um, you know, whether that's um, mental health services, medical health services. The other thing that I would have to say is there's a need for day services that would allow individuals a place to get on the computer and check your email if you've made a job application or a housing application a place to take a shower, wash your clothes, you know, just just someplace to regroup if you don't have that space that's available to you at night and if basically you are being um, swept up off the streets, which is what it feels like. That was Gateway 180 Executive Director Kathy Connors speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson. Our David Casares edited that report. Before wrapping up today, another historic night on the baseball diamond for a future Cardinals Hall of Famer. Albert lifts it in the air out to deep right. At the wall. Gone. 694 on an opposite field home run. And it's history. The 450th different pitcher that Albert is homered against. Yes, another home run for Albert Pujols, but this one is different. As we heard in that audio, he has now hit a home run off 450 different major league pitchers. That's a record. Pujols is retiring at the end of the year. By the way, the Cardinals won yesterday's game in Cincinnati. Our thanks to Bally Sports, Cardinals.com, and Major League Baseball for that audio. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.